I had a, a post from 2014 pop up in my Facebook feed this week related to World Cup. My friend says to me, whenever a World Cup game is on, let's eat something that has to do with that team for dinner that night. Okay, that's the premise. So Mexico is on and we had burritos. And then Japan was on and we had sushi. And then the USA was on and we had burgers. And then Italy was on and we had pizza. Tuesday is England. So we're going out. <laughs> it's still funny six years later. I'm I'm just thinking in the future, if we ever have a if we ever have a podcast episode about eating in England, uh <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. We know they can't all be winners, especially not the intros. Are you sure about that? Yes, I'm very sure about that. <laughs> Good news is we got out of the way early. So now the rest of it, you can just go, just everything's going downhill from here. Wait, no, that's wrong. Never mind. That's that's probably the wrong use of downhill. Sorry about that. Every day better than the next. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Just uh, doing spectacularly. Just just enjoying our 700th hour of podcast recording this week. So It feels like that. <laughs> at some point, I'm just going to wonder. We're, we're going to need something that says, just stop talking to Todd. <laughs> just just stop. <laughs> hey, Todd, did you get any updates this week? Um, no. Apparently not. Um, I don't believe so. Check your check your Facebook to see whether or not you had any. Well, I, <laughs> I kept getting weird emails from Facebook with random things being said <laughs> that I'm assuming are feedback, but the Facebook emails don't tell you like what it's in response to. So it's like playing Mad Libs without the document that you fill it in. So it's just random words. Sassy. Lizard. Cardiff. And I'm like, I don't sure. <laughs> it's particularly if you try to piece it together without without actually going to Facebook, which is how you operate. Yeah, right. I mean, I could figure this all out if I logged into Facebook, but who's got time for that? So, no, I'm I'm just it's just random posts with random words just being fired at my email at any given point and uh I just look and go, uh, Dwayne must have posted something again. Huh. Well, you know what? I'll show up for the show and find out. Uh, earlier this week, uh, I posted the picture of the lizard that was on your wall that you shared last week, right? Oh, um, yeah. You talked about last week. Yeah. Um, and I said, Todd's new pet lizard. It doesn't have a name yet. Internet, do your thing. Awesome. So did we, uh, what, what, uh, what did we get? Sarah... Sarah Judson Brown um, isn't sure how large it is because she doesn't have anything to compare it from to based on how big the blocks are. But she did post a, a GIF of Godzilla tearing down a house. <laughs> okay. Okay. As as well as the, the Geico Gecko. That's weird because I did find a very small little briefcase in the backyard. I wonder if that... Never mind. <laughs> Craig Rovery wrote Fred. It looks like a Fred. <laughs> just just Fred. 
Sure. Just Fred, right? Uh, Alan Briggs. Uh, <laughs> Alan Briggs nominated Sassy McClingbottoms. Here, Sassy. Here, yeah, girl. Not, I was going to say, I'm not standing out in my backyard at night going, here, Sassy. That's that that is not gonna happen you never know exactly who's gonna come at the old undisclosed location oh good point that's yeah i mean admittedly i'm I'm not outside the backyard just calling lizards at night to come over for reasons that are not clear but if i did that's probably that's probably not gonna happen are you practicing for something is there a lizard calling contest at a state fair that we should know about <laughs> oh that'd be awesome yeah you know what there's Actually, no, I'm not. I'm not going to go on YouTube and look for lizard calling on YouTube because I don't. That's probably videos I don't want to see. Don't Google that. Just do yourself a favor and don't. I mean, just to be clear, I wasn't actually looking at naming the thing to begin with because, in all in all reality, I'm I'm hoping I don't see it again. But if you'd stop feeding it, he'd stop coming around. <laughs> is this, is this a bad time to say uh, this week we've we've we we seemingly have a gecko that is uh, an actual gecko that is. Uh, that is basically just hanging outside our sliding glass doors in the morning, looking in at the house, different lizard. <laughs> However, uh, he, he does, uh, he, she, it, whatever, uh, does not stick around when the dogs come out in the morning. You so know why? What? Your, your dogs have sharp teeth. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, okay. If I send, let me ask you this, Dwayne, if I send you any more pictures of lizards in our backyard, are those also going to get posted on the internet? Yeah, it's entirely possible. All right. I'll take that into account. And apparently next time, if I see something in the backyard that I don't completely recognize, not only do I need to take a picture of it, but I also need to get like a ruler and put it under it so that there's some, some size, uh, so people can understand how big or small it is. Yes. Or, or at least know what the dimensions of the blocks are that it's resting on. Yes, that would be helpful. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this weekend, go out and measure the blocks. And then I have a, you know, I'll just, yes. I'll start stenciling numbers right on it. <laughs> that way it's just make it easier. There you go. Okay. And, and by the way, the blocks in your backyard are three feet long. <laughs> That's a two foot lizard. <laughs> no wonder you didn't want to get close to it. Yeah, generally it's like, huh, I wonder what's on our back wall. I should go closer. Okay, those two conversations don't happen together, right? That's one or the other. So, does that so, uh, does that does that cover all of our uh, does that cover all of our follow up at this point, or was there was there more? Oh, oh God, no. <laughs> okay. Um, so Sarah also commented about how they named their dog. They adopted from the shelter, and they were having a Disney theme week. And they just went with it. That's why their dog is named Mufasa. I'm just now thinking, I mean, this dog, the dog, our Pomeranian's going to get to maybe seven or eight pounds, just completely full of fur. I'm thinking, why didn't we go with that? Like, that'd be cool. <laughs> yep, too late. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure that Sarah probably now owes royalties to Disney. So she probably shouldn't have put that out there. Those Disney lawyers, they care a lot about their intellectual property. Oh boy, do they ever. She did not feed any trolls last week. But she was attacked by two of them while she was playing Red Dead Redemption 2. She was in camp, and they didn't realize that they can't shoot her while she's in camp. So she's standing there waving at them, and they kept shooting at her. And they wasted a lot of ammo. Direct quote from Sarah, total noobs. Total noobs. So one of them sends her a nasty message, and she... Did she report them? She did not respond, and she did report them. 
There you go. There you go. And, and then she told them that she reported them, and then they tried to shoot her some more. It was very satisfying, she says. So she was trolling a little without trolling. So there you go. She's just getting better at her trolling. Yes. Yes, she is. She's getting smarter about it. You got to like that. I was talking to Todd, just here to help. We can, we can help identify and name lizards. We can give you uh, trolling advice on Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, you know, there's just the, the list of things that we can help with is is almost unlimited. Now, whether we can help you in a good way, that's pretty limited, if we're honest. But but in any way, almost unlimited. Well, how, how long have we said hundreds of ideas? You pick the good ones. Yeah. That's your job. Yeah. yeah, we're just putting it out there. We got lots of ideas. <laughs> you know, I have to admit at this at this point, our podcast is starting to take some weird turns. If I could just be honest, uh, we we are covering a number of things I never thought that we were we were going to cover. Mark Felderman's feedback came to our actual email address: feedback at talkingtotodd dot com. Uh, Mark did weigh in on our sponsorship discussion, um, and he had he had some suggestions. He thought that perhaps Staples could sponsor the Cubs. Because they sell folders. Okay. <laughs> Works. Right. Um, when when he used to own the Ben Franklin, they sold reading glasses that were commonly known as cheaters. He thought perhaps that would be a another sponsor for the Astros. <laughs> that works. And San Francisco, it, they could go by the San Francisco Green Giant. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Got it. Some, okay. Some nice additions there to the list. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. This is This has now become a play at home game. So basically what we're throwing out there is, hey, you know, the lame ideas we had, top them if you can. And apparently it's pretty easy to top our ideas. <laughs> oh, and last but not least, there's an update on the Google $22 and three cents. Is there? Yes. The okay. status on the status online. Yes. Now, now reads, we have approved your claim. <sighs> That's awesome. It will that be processed cool. for payment. And payment mailed within the week. Holy cow. What are you going to do with your $11 and two cents? Well, um, 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 first thought is, is I'm, I'm not sure how much, uh, what, what the 1099 is going to look like on that and how much taxes are going to have to come out of that. So, um, you're going to have to file an amended return from 94. I was, I, I'm more thinking if this works out the way the rest of this, 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 our business worked in, in the nineties, there was a year in which somehow it worked out that I owed more money in taxes than I made. Once I added in, once I added in the the little bit of money that we made, um, the my taxes went up by more than the amount of money that I made, which seemed odd. I probably shouldn't have been doing my own taxes. Uh, if you had, if you had just written it off, I should have written it off. I didn't even know about have. that yet. See, that's why you got to watch uh, business documentaries like Schitt's Creek. <laughs> Learn how to write it off. How do you do that? You just you just write it off. Aww. So uh, do you have uh, so do you have? Oh, and, and you're getting you're getting the eleven dollars and two cents, and I should be getting the eleven dollars and one cent, unless the state keeps that extra penny because it doesn't know where to send it, and then they do like a Superman thing, right? State's keeping all the extra pennies. Yeah. Do you have a you have a big plan for your eleven dollars now at this point? Uh, I can make half a trip to Starbucks. I think. <laughs> you get home, Amy's. Where's my drink? We didn't make that much money in the 90s. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I had to put half of it away for taxes and the rest of it. <laughs> exactly. Went to this mocha latte. You don't, you don't want that tax burden to hit you out of the blue and come next April. 
I'm no dummy. Um, let's see. Did I also see you said you said here that we got a message from one of our listeners asking for advice? Oh, yes. So we got a message from one of our listeners asking he was he was thinking about starting his own podcast for an organization that he belongs to and wanted to know if we had any advice. And I immediately thought, didn't didn't we say that we are not the people to go to? <laughs> might, have, might have skipped that episode. I'm just I'm just thinking I'm I'm concerned that somebody who's listening to this podcast said I need advice on how to do a podcast and still contacted us anyway. <laughs> well, maybe they thought well, if these two idiots can do it and manage to do it for 16 weeks, it can't be that tough. Let me find out what they're doing because surely I can manage that. My bit of advice is uh, follow my lead and just have Dwayne do all of your editing. <laughs> it makes it really easy to do a podcast when you just record for two, three, four hours and then just turn it over to Dwayne on a Friday night and say, good luck with that. See if you can get 50 minutes out of it and then go to bed. It's really, it's it's pretty easy uh, from my end. So Dwayne looks like you got a new uh, editing client. <laughs> Congratulations. Maybe you can get another mocha. Well, only, only if I forget to charge him for 22 years and... <laughs> Where'd that come from? Uh, I don't know. 20, 22 years from now, we're going to be we're going to be writing a letter to the state of Iowa. So we did a podcast for a few weeks and <laughs> we burned all of the copies of it and we have no, we didn't make any money. So there's no taxes that we could even put on it. Uh, please give us our money. And one really old guy at the Great Treasure Hunt's going, I remember these idiots. Oh, these guys again. I don't, uh See that employee of the year award I got back in 2020? Six weeks of hell. They're the reason why I got this. I didn't do that again. Give it to the intern. We're not we're not giving out a lot of good advice, are we? No. He asked for advice. He didn't ask for good advice. Oh yeah, good point. Be very specific in the in the requests. <laughs> I saw Lisa posted that Liverpool won the Premier League. Just hours ago. Yes. I'm surprised Mark didn't let you know. It's not Chelsea. Oh, that's right. That's right. Chelsea played a pivotal role in the outcome of Liverpool winning the title. So Mark Mark can feel good about that. So so the big the big deal, of course, is is that I believe Liverpool has won the top flight of English football eighteen times. Uh, in the late eighties, they or in the mid early to mid eighties, they were dominant. But since the Premier League was formed thirty years ago, uh, they hadn't won. So they have this, they've won a lot. And since then, they've also won Europe um, multiple times. So they've, they've, they've won, they've won arguably bigger competitions, but they just haven't won the title while it was called the Premier League. And they were basically 25 points ahead, uh, ready to set all sorts of records. And here we go. And then all games stopped. And uh, there was some concern about whether or not uh, they were going to break their streak or have the world's worst asterisk put on their record. <laughs> yeah, you almost did it, but not quite. Is is that kind of like winning the Super Bowl after backing in as a wildcard team? I'm looking at you, Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my team did that one year. So, oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah. But they've got so many uh, they've got so many Super Bowl victories in the last few years compared to other teams. I, it's hard to keep all of the Super Bowl winning victory seasons straight in my head. 
And that had the desired effect. And when Dwayne's just like, oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, this is where Dwayne goes on mute for a while. 85, yeah. hell of a year. Well, speaking of the speaking of the NFL. Yes. If if this stays in or not. <laughs> I I saw and this is this is I think this is going to this is moving us on into our sort of the <laughs> I love how our rundown says main topic discussions and at no point as we've we've basically given up on having any topics let alone main topics but sure. <laughs> it's cute that we keep calling it that. It's it's like we're trying. I I did see uh I read an article that said that the NFL numerous teams of the NFL are planning for uh in the fall assuming they're assuming that there's going to be football played they are assuming that they may not be able to have sta- uh, fans in the stands but a number of teams have figured out that that doesn't mean they don't have to have fans in the parking lots so reportedly there are teams what? <laughs> this is why I didn't share the link ahead of time. <laughs> so there are teams. Yeah. Because, <laughs> loopholes. So there are teams that are preparing to charge a premium, not just your regular NFL parking rates. There are teams that are planning to gain some revenue that they are going to charge premium for you to drive to the stadium, pay to get into the parking lot. You can tailgate. You can watch the game that is going on in the stadium there. You can watch it on TV or maybe even on big screens. Some of the teams are even discussing (laughs) setting up merchandise and concession stands in the parking lot for all the tailgaters because they can't have the same. They can't have the fans in the stadium, but the lawyers have figured out that the parking lots are not the stadium. Therefore, we're golden. So there you go. NFL trying to make this work. So I guess the, the, the I mean, basically, you know, you hear people talk about that. The best part about going to a football game is tailgating. Um, it would be the only part about going to a football game, <laughs> which then I'm like, okay, so like, do you paint your face? <laughs> like you, you put on the gear, you put, you paint your face, you get loaded up in the car, you drive, you, you're in line to get in. Like you do everything except when it comes time to kick off, you're like, Put on some more brats. There are places that, you know, you go and you tailgate and and people have these incredible setups, right? With 70 inch TVs and all of that. And I know because I have friends that do this, they'll go to Kansas City, they'll tailgate and they won't even go into the stadium. They'll just watch the game because they've got their um, direct TV satellite on the top of their van that's hooked up to their 70 inch TV and they just watch the game there. This is now going to be everyone. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's what we're selling now. And probably here's, here's the, the, the real irony though is not, this is not an irony, but they're, they're probably going to be charging even more for parking at an event you can't go to. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, you know, basically that would be like, Hey, do you want to go to this concert? Sure. You drive to the you drive to the arena, you pay seventy five dollars to park, and then you sit in your car and you turn on the radio. <laughs> you listen to quote unquote the concert. Um, you can get out of your car and you can you can go buy a stadium dog or whatever, get back in your car, listen to the concert, and then turn around and drive home. You know, there are spots at Kinnick Stadium over in Iowa City 
where people, you know, they tailgate outside the stadium. Then they walk over and they set up their sling chairs just next to the main sideline grandstands. But then and look up and just watch the screen, watch the monster vision screen. I mean, at this point, I mean, basically what you're doing now is you're just you're you're going back to Wrigley Field, right? Yes. <laughs> right. Ooh, My bill- that's a really good question. Oh, has anybody has can anybody they sell tickets? Yes. Can they sell has anybody tickets explored to the game? this? Wow. Hadn't thought about that. No, I hadn't either. I haven't seen anybody write about this yet. That's because the people who are planning on doing it are smart enough not to talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> I think you're right. I believe what they're trying to avoid is the word injunction. <laughs> the word for today, kids, is injunction. <laughs> okay, so Jason Stark, that's, that's a good transition. Jason Stark wrote an article for The Athletic. Welcome to the strangest season ever. And, and just by the way, if you're a sports fan... Uh, just put in a plug. We we don't we don't get any kickback here. If you're a sports fan, uh, subscribing to the Athletic is it's it's well worth the annual subscription. The, every, every sports writer you've ever heard of that used to work for newspapers or magazines now writes for the Athletic because there are no more newspapers or magazines. So uh, it's it's well worth it. Uh, anyway, sorry, just wanted to put in a plug for paid journalism. So there you go, Dwayne. Okay, continue. Jason Stark. Jason Stark of The Athletic uh, wrote an article that came out yesterday. Maybe it was this morning. Welcome to the strangest season ever because it's only going to be 60 games. So somebody figured out every game of this shortened season is worth 2.7 games. Which is most series are three-game series. Right. So basically every game is almost like a series. Yeah, so you're going to you're going to play 10 games against everybody in your division for starters, five teams in every division, right? So you got 10 games against everybody in your division and then you got 20 other games against the other same division, right? AL Central versus NL Central games, right? So, I don't know that they've exactly figured out how that works yet other than they know the Royals are going to play the Cardinals, right? Yeah. Yankees are going to play the Mets. You know, they're going to have those primary rivalries. Otherwise, whatever, right? I don't know how they figured that out. But yeah, I, I know it's far-fetched, but I think anybody can get hot. Even a team like the Royals that aren't projected to do anything this year, in 60 games, anybody can get hot. If you go on a seven-game winning streak, it's like winning 19 in a row. Now, similarly, if you go on a seven-game losing streak... You're the Orioles. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, I, I know it's... Okay, so it's baseball, and it's like, man, 60 games or whatever, but... That's 37% of the of a normal season, right? If I did the math right. If you apply that, if you apply that to the NFL, that's that's if if the NFL did the exact same thing, that's 5.7 games. Right? So so if your NFL season was 5 games long, which basically is you're going to play everybody in your division, two of them twice, one of them once. And then we'll call it a season. And we'll go right to the playoffs. Like the good news is football season will get a lot shorter. <laughs> Kick off in Labor Day, Super Bowls by Halloween. <laughs> this would be great. B- but you'd be like, uh, what? 
Well, you'd be happy. Your division sucks. We have the defending Super Bowl champions. The rest of your division sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you take you take the rest of the... By the way, my team is in that is in that part that sucks. So knock it off. I see what you're doing. But you take three substandard teams and then you and then you balance it out with Patrick Mahomes and you're like, yeah, I still don't want to play in that division. <laughs> Boy, here's... Okay, so back to baseball though. Okay, so this just yeah. popped into my head. Think about this. Okay, so every game, every game basically counts as three. You do something stupid and you get a five-game suspension because... This is what happens. You you know, you you throw at somebody, you get a you get a five game suspension or whatever, or what you know, whatever. Somebody gets a suspension um for being stupid, and you get the regular do you have to cut the suspensions now down? Because otherwise, a five game suspension, you've just you've just lost uh, a whole lot of the season. I think people are going to be very careful of that because this rule, just Stark writes, this rule alone is going to be a thing. Players or managers who leave their positions to argue with umpires come within six feet of an umpire or opposing player or manager for the purpose of an argument or engage in altercations on the field are subject to immediate ejection and discipline, including fines and suspensions. You don't even want to look sideways at somebody for fear of getting ejected. And then exactly. Yeah. If you get a, Let's say you get a three game suspension. It's nine. So, okay. So I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not, Jason Stark is just reporting what the base, what baseball is saying. And I'm not going to call right. baseball liars, but all of a sudden now they're going to say that if you leave your position to have an argument, you can yes. get run. Yes. This is from a sport that allows, and in some ways encourages when a fight between a batter and a catcher takes place at home plate, not only do they allow without punishment, both benches to clear, they actually keep the fight going on long enough. So the guys in the bullpens 425 feet away and sometimes upstairs have a chance to slow jog their way out to the field. Like, tw- like 12 guys on each team all right. go, ah, crap. And then they, then they walk downstairs in cleats and then they open up the door and then they all slow jog 425 feet so that they can hold somebody back <laughs> from shoving another person. At which point they're all out of breath because, because they're, they're baseball the, players. Because they're baseball players, right? And they're pitchers. Pitchers don't run. <laughs> hey, we don't, we don't do this crap. And then when they clean up the fight, then you've got to wait for them all to walk back and they got rid of the golf carts for them. So they all have to walk back and then they got to go up the stairs, close the door, go walk up the stairs and then get all, and then they got to, and then they got to go throw some more sunflower seeds in their uh, mouth so they can start spitting. That I don't think at least in high school baseball, that's not allowed anymore. No spitting, no seeds, period. Because we are playing, unless you're Iowa Falls Alden, we are playing baseball right now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't need to go there. Um, did you see the next? Did you see the next paragraph? Kill the high five and bring on the jellyfish. No, I did not. Yeah. Uh, no high fives. Uh, no post game handshake lines. They're highly discouraged. Uh, Walk off homer group hugs. No, no, we're not doing that. Sean Doolittle, who plays for the Nationals, suggests possibly a foot tap or glove taps or or you could do the jellyfish which is like you go in like you're going for a fist bump, 
and you almost get there, but then you pull it back and just wiggle your fingers like it's floating away. That's a jellyfish. <laughs> okay. All right. And then and then you leave mostly leave the other person just hanging there looking like a goofball. <laughs> I'm just thinking the there are some teams that need to figure out their celebration and how to stay social distance more than others, right? Yankees, they they put up some runs, right? Sox, they put up some runs. Tampa, Marlins, they they don't really need to work it out. <laughs> it's not going to be a thing. If you only won 49 games last year, there's not a whole lot to celebrate. Yeah. So um, when the schedule came out, I think they must have been talking about it on PTI. And we're watching this, and they're talking about, oh, is this game going to be a real season or whatever? And it's shortened, and you're only going to play in your division, and blah, blah, blah. And Lisa says, without really paying close attention, I'm sure whatever Major League Baseball did, they will make sure that we have more Yanks and Sox than anybody wants to watch. And I said, as a matter of fact, yes, they did make sure. Yeah, we we got to have that. That 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 is something that we you got to keep ESPN happy. Yep, that's exactly what they did. So, so at this point, Lisa could probably schedule MLB. So Yanks and Sox for sixty, and yeah, we're good. What do you think of the universal DH? Get off my lawn, you old kids. <laughs> well, what do you think about starting extra innings with a runner on second? Then, oh my god, I don't just. Just I don't. <laughs> the 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 problem that baseball <clears throat> is facing is it, baseball has some very real problems in general, right? Before all of this stuff, baseball just has some significant problems. As we said, uh, a lot of it comes from from figuring out using statistics and figuring out like it's just sort of sucking the life out of the game. But you know it is what it is. So people are figuring that stuff out. But the games are just too long, right? The games are just. Well, here's the thing, right? The DH came in because they weren't scoring enough runs. So instead of the players getting better, they said, screw it, let's change the rules. We we could either have the pitchers get better at hitting or, yeah, what do we care? Just oh, get get the old guy that, know, that everybody's heard of that can't run anymore, put him up there, right? And so they needed more offense. That's not a problem anymore, right? Like, like we've got more offense than we need. Yeah, we got plenty of offense. We got plenty of offense. And the games are too long, right? So that's that's the other problem is you, you, these these games are too long. So when you go into extra innings, holy crap, like, oh my goodness. Well, we're now in the 17th hour of this game. Like, no, nobody wants to watch that much baseball in a, at a time. Um, the problem with all of these is essentially it's it's sort of like what baseball is doing on some of this stuff is the engine in your car is making a horrible, horrible racket every time you hit the accelerator. Like it just sounds like it's tearing itself apart because it is. And you just decide if I roll up my windows and turn up the radio really, really loud, I don't hear the engine tearing itself apart. Problem solved. <laughs> That's kind of what they're doing with this stuff. Why is there a sticker over the check engine light? Yeah. I didn't <laughs> want to look at it anymore. I didn't want, yeah. Problem solved. I fixed it. So um, according to according to this article, when the minor leagues adopted the start with a man on second for extra innings rule, the percentage of extra inning games decided in the 10th rose from 45% in 2016 to 73% in 2018. So it, it is working in terms of did it do what they want it to do? decrease the length of games, decrease the exposure to pitch pitchers, you know, those kinds of things that 
of all of the things that they're doing and they're hoping that they work, this one will actually do what they want it to do for whatever that's worth. I mean, at this point, they're just turning the games into a home run derby anyway. So, you know, the World Cup, the world's largest, uh, world's largest, most popular sporting event behind the Olympics. Um, eventually, they just go to they just go to a shootout. Right. So right. if you're tied after nine, let's just turn this thing into uh, just just throw the ball, see how many home runs he can hit. Everybody's impressed. Ooh, fireworks and call it good. So what else is anything else strange about the season? Um, you, you could, strangely enough, you could lose a perfect game, theoretically. This year or just this in year? General? Well, no, this year, because if you take a perfect game, the so the hypothetical is you take a perfect game to extra innings and then you start with a runner on second. What happens if the runner advances to third on an error and then scores on a sacrifice fly or a fielder's choice ground out? Unearned run, perfect game, you lose. Tenth inning starts with a man on second, wild pitch, sacrifice fly, boom, there you are. No hits, no walks, no errors. I'm just thinking I'm glad I'm glad I don't I don't spend any time trying to score baseball games manual anymore because like there's a guy in second. How do you get on second? Divine intervention. I don't know. He just started on second. <laughs> he just appeared there out of thin air. Yeah. He teleported in. Scotty, beam me down. Apparently, apparently, if this was Red Dead Redemption 2, he would have respawned on second. <laughs> no, no, no. 50 yards away. Then he goes sprinting in. Oh, yeah. Slow jog from the outfield. You know... <laughs> There you go. That's what we need to start with. So, I mean, all these sports are trying to come up with ideas of how to change things, right? Because there was the thought in the NFL about changing the way you did an onside kick or you did kickoffs and people are closer, or maybe you you put two people 10 yards away and you run and first, per- I don't know, whatever. Um, I mean, maybe that's what you need to do is you need to, it, the, the guy doesn't start on second. He, he, start, he starts, uh, he, he starts, he starts out in center field and the catcher is, uh, and then you just, you both run and dive for second base. Now, admittedly the head, head trauma is going to go way up, but, um, if the ball gets to the second base, uh, before he does, then, then, then you start with an out. And if it's just, it's a sprint. And if, if the guy makes it, then he gets to start on second, there, there's injuries galore. Um, but it, it would be entertaining. It has nothing to do with baseball at this point, but who cares? <laughs> So everybody's in their dugouts and the ball is on the pitcher's mound and the umpire shouts go and the runner sprints from the dugout Yeah, and somebody has to. Yeah, there you go. See, which, which would lead to every team would have one world-class sprinter. <laughs> he can't play baseball. He can't hit worth a lick. Hey, he's a pitcher. Um, he can't do anything. His only job is in extra inning games. You go get that ball. Terrence Gore. Terrence Gore is the guy. That's the guy that they bring on to come sprinting out of the dugout. It's Terrence Gore. He starts the season with the Royals every year. Some years they trade him to the Cubs. Some years they trade him to the Yankees. But it's Terrence Gore. That's your guy. That's the guy you want. I I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm just now thinking how they could settle this, right? Every major league clubhouse has a ping pong table. So instead of going into extra innings, just go, just go play ping pong. Just roll it out over home plate and you send your best ping pong player and their team sends their best ping pong player and go. Or, yep. Yeah, or because the pitchers haven't had to bat, 
any pitcher, the only people who are eligible to play in the ping pong face off are all of the pitchers who didn't bat in the game. <laughs> and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't, none of this makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Why start now? Yeah. We, it's, you're, you're drawing a weird line in the sand about what, what, what is supposed to be happening in baseball here. We've got players that aren't even hitting now. So that's sure. I'm just thinking, you know, here's the thing about the universal DH. I'm thinking, you know, there are, there are some, there are some position players. There are some, there's some second basemen who are incredibly good with a glove who can't hit a lick, right? They just, they can't. Nope. <laughs> so, they're looking at this going, wait, why, 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 why can't I get a designated hitter for me? Like, why don't, why don't we just designate everybody? Like you just, you have hitters and you have, defi- and you have, and you have, you have players with gloves, right? Great. Just like the NFL. Like you just, you have this, you just have, you have an offensive team and a defensive team. You know, that's fine. Could they do that if they wanted to? I mean, I think Madison Baumgartner. Yeah. I think they can do it with, can they do it with one? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to take you don't want to take uh, his his bat on the lineup, right? I mean, he's hit according to Stark. He's hit seventeen home runs in his last three hundred and seventy at bats. What I'm realizing though here is they're they're putting in all these rules this year. the The funny thing is, right? It, what this is is there's a whole bunch of rules that are needing to go in because of current circumstances, right? So we have to keep some distance. We gotta we gotta be careful about things. There's a whole bunch of rules. But what it also feels like is basically every bad idea that baseball has had in the last 10 years, they've said, damn, might as well try it. It's a 60 game sprint. We can get away with this. I mean, at this point, right? I mean, I would, I would just, I mean, if you're going to do this, then go, 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 go nuts. Right. So to, to put people on a, on an equal footing, how about this 30 of your games, first base, is on the typical first base side. The other 30, we're third, we just designate third base as first base, and you got to run that way. Why not? We're going to run them clockwise? Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why not? Would that not be entertaining watching professional baseball players trying to figure out which way to run? Are you not entertained? <laughs> that's, what that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> I mean... If we're just going to come up with random ideas just for the heck of it, you know, there's one, right? I think I think what would probably end up happening is in those games, you would see an amazing amount of stolen bases and box <laughs> because because no pitcher has a fake out move to third because that's illegal. So it's basically just a green light. If you want even more fun. Oh, see, this would make sense. Instead of doing it for games, that that would be dumb. I mean, I, I admit that would be dumb. Odd innings, <laughs> odd innings are clockwise. The evens are counterclockwise. Well, I I think maybe we we come up with a list of twenty rules, any of which could be implemented in any particular inning, and then at the beginning of that inning, they go out with a twenty sided dice and they roll it on the plate and they figure out which rule they're going to implement this inning. <laughs> This inning, everybody has to hold their bat from the thick end and hit with the thin end. 
it's a wacky season, everybody. Well, what you could do, I mean, because 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 baseball people are going to get really upset. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do to baseball, but as soon as you introduce a twenty sided die from D and D, then people are going to lose their minds. So, inning six, we're playing barefoot. <laughs> sure, why not? You know what? Let's try all the ideas. You know, the people in the stands, you know, people already play uh, between innings. You play on the mound, off the mound, right? Yes. Right. And, you know, at, at the end of the inning, the catcher takes the ball and rolls it towards home, uh, rolls it towards the mound. And does the ball stay on the mound or come off the mound? Apparently, either way, you still you still drink. It doesn't matter which, but whatever. Um, you could just do that with the rules, right? You could just that um, you can just decide. Here's the two rules. <laughs> Nobody knows about them. They're just in envelopes. So at the, at the middle of the, at the middle of the first inning, you have on mound, off mound, catcher throws the ball, umpire goes off mound, pulls out the envelope, sis boom, bah. everybody bats left-handed. <laughs> what? Or, you know, on the mound opens it up. Only pitchers can hit. It's the reverse. It's, it's, it's the reverse DH rule. So in all position players, you can't hit. You have to bring a pitcher from 425 feet away. <laughs> he, has to, he has to do that slow jog out, take his three cuts, and then jog all the way back. I, I am a little surprised that they don't, um, and as long as they're doing this, uh, do away with the substitution rule. You can, it's, it's the NFL. You can substitute anytime you want to. <laughs> Just this popped into my head. Um, I figured out a way that I would be fine with universal DH. We've been thinking about this wrong. Okay. See, the the pitcher doesn't have to hit, so you get to use one of your good hitters. What if instead of you can either have your pitcher hit, or if your pitcher doesn't want to hit, it's your team's mascot. The Philly fanatic has to go up and take some cuts. <laughs> Wouldn't you pay to see that? I would pay to see that. Because <laughs> here's the problem with the fanatic and that big nose. If he's if he's leaning out over the plate, he could get drilled in the nose, and it technically would be a strike. <laughs> the emperor's like, I, I don't even know what to do about that. <laughs> you you gotta like San Diego chickens' chances then. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that 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 guy can run. Um, right. Yeah. You know what ended up happening though is did, did the Giants did the Giants have a mascot? I I can't think of one. Right. Don't know. Probably because if they don't, or they would just change it, and suddenly the Giants would be. You know who our mascot is? Barry Bonds. Come on up. <laughs> and the one with the big head, the, the the big one, not 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 the small one, the big the big one. Mister Met. Uh, similar to that. Yeah. Boy, I don't. Okay. Did Mister Met even get the the bat around? <laughs> I, I don't think he could so. even see the ball coming. Yeah. Well, you know what? We'll just leave our pitcher in. We'll just. It's fine. I I think Billy Brewer would have an advantage though because he doesn't even have does that mascot doesn't have a big foam head that goes over his head, right? It's just a person, so he could actually see the ball coming. That would be an that would be an unfair. The advantage. problem with Billy Brewer though is, so assume he hits a home run, he has to run around the bases, <laughs> then he then he has to on a dead sprint run all the way through the outfield. Then run all the way up to the top of Brew of uh, Miller Park to get on the slide to slide down. <laughs> He's going to be out of breath. He is going to be out of breath. That's yes. He needs a designated slider. Is what he needs. Oh, you know who it could be? The pitcher he's batting for can slide down for him. Whee! He's got nothing else to yeah, do. He's just sitting there. I wonder why baseball didn't reach out to us 
and get us some get our ideas on how they could make this uh, season more entertaining because clearly we've got some ideas again hundreds of ideas somebody else needs to figure out whether they're any good or not except uh, looking at what baseball is doing they didn't bother to figure out which one of their ideas was good so, so why apply that logic to ours <laughs> seems only fair i was gonna say ours are just as fine are we ready for this week i learned sure go for it <laughs> oh, as i'm as i'm looking at the the time counting up because realistically i could come up with ways to destroy baseball for hours <laughs> rob manford has yeah <laughs> good point i'm just an amateur let the professionals handle this <sighs> okay um so this week so if if you've ever well I, have, have you ever heard of of the it's called different things. Have you ever heard of that, like the Iron Triangle or the Triangle of Project Management, or have you have you ever heard about that general concept, which basically says fast, cheap, on time, pick two of the three, right? Like that's a that's a that's a thing that if you get, if you want to do a project, you know, there's that, or officially in project management, um, there's scope, time, and resources, and and. If you move, you, if you, you can have two of them by, if you, if you need to move two of them, you're going to have to come up with the other one. So if you, if you want to increase scope and decrease time, then you're going to have to throw more resources at it. You, you can't change two without changing all three. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. I've heard, uh, fast, cheap, and good pick two. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. So it turns out I've now realizing that that applies in all sorts of places you didn't expect. Um, <laughs> Okay. In unexpected ways. So while we're here at the, uh, while we're here at the undisclosed location, one of the things that we've been, we've been researching is, uh, ways to get out of the undisclosed location for, uh, trips. And that's, uh, that's not going to involve (laughs) flying anywhere for quite a while. Um, but we, we are fairly lucky that I believe within, I don't know, a four hour drive from here, we probably can get to maybe eight national parks, maybe nine for within four hours of here. Um, wow. Amazing state parks. Um, and, and just some, and, and really famous, pl- I mean, some amazing places that everybody's seen that aren't even national parks. They're just amazing vistas. And so we've been like, Hey, it'd be great if we could go see some of this stuff. But as listeners are aware, uh, we have dogs that makes it a little hard to, to go traveling in, in, you know, a state park and, and go hiking or do whatever. And so you gotta have a place to put the dogs or whatever. So we've been kicking around the idea that what we need is, uh, we need the mobile undisclosed location. So we would get some, yeah. Right. So we get some sort of uh, RV vehicle that we could, we could pile into, put the dogs into, we could, we're not driving across the country. We got plenty to see here and that maybe we'd go for maybe like a night or two at the most, because there's incredible stuff within a couple of hours, go see it, spend a night or two, come back home. doesn't have to be big. So we've been doing research on this for far longer than we should be. And what I, what it came to it is, by the way, I've now looked at every RV for sale in the United States. Uh, that's, that's a good way to spend a night. Just, there's a lot of YouTube videos on that, by the way, too. Um, anyway, so what I've what I've come to the conclusion is this triangle thing pops up because 
as, as I'm like, well, that doesn't work because of this. And that doesn't work because of this. Um, when it, when it comes to, uh, at least from a novice standpoint, when it comes to looking for, uh, a mobile undisclosed location, uh, you, you, you can have the size you want. Um, it, it can be affordable or not, and it can look good <laughs> or not. <laughs> so, um, but you can't get all three. <laughs> Let us put it that way. Uh, if you want, if you want one of the right size that's affordable, you're gonna you're gonna give up some aesthetics. Let's put it that way. Uh huh. Which yeah yeah. Which you're like, but you're just camping. Like yeah, but one of one of the candidates we have that we may end up with, they're they finish it by putting carpet on the walls and ceiling. <laughs> Oh, hmm. yeah. Bold choice. Is really? this a 1970s conversion van? If this van's yeah. a rockin'? <laughs> see, see, that's that's what you would think. And yet these are brand new. Yep. Brand, brand new huh. out of the factory with, huh. with, with wall to wall to ceiling carpeting, ceiling to ceiling carpeting. Yeah. And here's so, and, and here's the other interesting piece that I figured out, uh, found out is um, also you would assume that there is some sort of as as a trailer gets bigger, you would expect that to go up in size, right? Because you know, a twenty foot trailer should be some sort some amount, and and a forty foot trailer would be a lot more than that, right? But but there's a point we don't we don't need a forty foot trailer. We don't even necessarily want a twenty foot trailer. We just want a little trailer that we could spend like two nights in. And what happens is somewhere around 22 feet or so it from 22 feet. If you get bigger, the price goes up from 22 feet. If you go smaller, do you know what the price does also goes up? It goes up <laughs> huh. Uh-huh. to eventually, if you want a small trailer, it, the small trailer can cost you more than the big trailer. <laughs> and I, and I don't understand the pricing. I'm pretty sure it does involve airline ticket pricing somehow. <laughs> Because you look at this and go, that trailer is perfect, but can I get the one that's three foot shorter and it adds $10,000 to give you three feet less? What? (laughs) Anyway, that's what I learned is none of this makes any sense. RV pricing. Gotta love it. (sighs) Yeah. So um, (laughs) anyway, uh, this, this, who knows? Uh our at our at our next episode uh we may have an rv and then again we may have realized that yeah this this is never going to happen so anyway um that's what we learned this week after doing way too much research is uh you you can have um you can have the size of the trailer um you can you can have uh, a budget for a trailer and it can look good uh but you you can only have two of those and uh and when they when 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 they fall off like it's like, oh, well, if I give up a little bit of it looking good, that'll only affect the. Pr- nope, that's a. Fa- if if you script that triangle at all, the one that you that you have to give up, um, it, it goes sideways quickly. So that, that's a that's kind of a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah, it goes from you know if we just made a small oh that's oh, done. Nope, oh, nope, off the list. Oh. <laughs> How about you? What did you learn this week? So we have wasp nests. In our neighborhood. I would report that to the HOA, by the way. I wouldn't let the HOA take care of that. Those those are not those are unapproved structures 
the HOA should probably force them to come down. Well, speaking of maybe, maybe I'm just going to go down a rabbit hole here, but so we got a, we got an email. Maybe this is the thing that I learned. We got an email two weeks ago that the HOA was going to do their inspections, their annual inspections here within the next two weeks. Oh, goody. Oh, that, that, that season comes around earlier and earlier every year. <laughs> and so, you know, you have to have at least one tree in your front yard and blah, 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 right? Reminders to not be parking boats permanently in your driveway and things like that. So when I was playing golf, did I tell you this? When I was playing golf, I noticed on the far, far opposite end of the fairway that we look down. When I got over there and was on the green, I look over my shoulder and there is a six foot high, 12 foot across above ground insta pool. Sweet. In their backyard. Good for them. Well, it would be, it would be, except those aren't allowed in our covenant. Oh, so now I am, now I'm just playing the waiting game, right? To see whether or not the HOA does something about it or not, or what. I sense that the HOA is going to be invited over to a pool party in the near future. <laughs> and this whole thing goes away. Do you think? <laughs> just, just, it's one way to handle it. <laughs> hey, we haven't had you guys over in a while. Come on over. Enjoy the pool. The the entire the entire neighborhood just come on over right no just the HOA board just the HOA board <laughs> and their families of course yeah of course well that's not me yeah <laughs> so we'll we'll see whether or not that gets enforced anyway so we've got these wasps and I have knocked down in the three and a half years that we've been here six seven I don't know that. They either hide underneath the roof awning on the garage in the back, which I can reach with a broom, which is great. I don't always get back there regularly. So sometimes they surprise me and they'll get to, I think the biggest one I I knocked down was probably, I don't know, six or seven inches across, like a paper wasp nest, right? It, It was pretty big. It was pretty big. So bigger bigger than a lizard in my backyard is what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. But I did okay. not name okay. I didn't name it. Because then I would have had to name each individual in- bee. Or what? Internet, do your thing. It- <laughs> and, and some is that how is that how that works? That that is how that works, but you have to post it on Facebook. Oh, never mind though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> and sometimes they will start to build at the very, very peak of the garage that I can't reach with a broom. So I have to get out the power washer in order to have the water reach up that high to blast it out of there. But a couple of weeks ago, I knocked down the last one behind the garage. And when I was mowing, just checked it as on my drive by, right. As I'm mowing and there wasn't a wasp nest there. Okay, great. Super. Maybe I have moved them along and they will not be back. Great. So fast forward to Sunday and we were going to have brownies and ice cream sitting out on the back deck. So I grab the deck chairs and unstack them. And as I'm unstacking them, out falls a two inch wasp nest. Oh, (laughs) hello. Stomp quickly, quickly. 
not without even thinking and and had I thought more, maybe I wouldn't have stomped on it. But I didn't think I just instinctively just stomped on it. Now, they're probably pollinators, so I want to apologize for that. But I also have a neighbor who has very, very bad reactions to wasps things. So I was looking out for her, really. But I was also reacting and stomp really quickly. Um, So the thing that I learned this week is that wasps are really sneaky. I mean, really sneaky. I was not anticipating that. And it was a, uh, yeah, that was a surprise. Do I, do I need to send you one of my pokey stick things? Yes. Yes. I, I could use a pokey stick thing. Yeah. From the undisclosed location. Yeah. I might get you one that's a little longer, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Cause, cause it sounds like you need, you need one of those as much as I do at this point. Yeah. We have dangerous animals back here in Iowa too. <laughs> I mean, it's not a scorpion, but, you know, we do. Uh, I'm just realizing between the stuff that we keep learning here, we, we got a lot of stuff around that we do not want around our houses. Our music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can find us on Overcast or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any place else you get your podcasts. You can search Talkin, T-A-L-K-I-N, to no space. And uh, that's it. That's us. <laughs> We're the only podcast out there that starts out talking to. <laughs> we had a debate at one point about whether or not it was a good marketing ploy to drop the G and add the number two. We haven't figured out whether it's a good idea or not, but it is unique. (laughs) Either we've come up with something that nobody's ever thought of, or we've come up with something that multiple people have tried and failed on and moved on from. (laughs) Either way, we're unique. It does set us apart. We have a page on Facebook. You can like us on Facebook. We have merch on Zazzle. You can get yourself a talking to Todd throw pillow or a mug, or half a dozen other things, uh, on Zazzle. Yeah, there's a link there at TalkingToTodd.com. You can tweet at us, at TalkingToTodd. And you can always text us, because that's how we mostly get our stuff. Thank you to our listeners. You can, as always, send feedback to feedback at TalkingToTodd.com. Todd. It looks like Major League Baseball teams can use ghost runners on first and second if the batter doesn't want to run? No, that doesn't make any sense. That's a great idea. You know what? Worked for us growing up. Major leagues can use it too. <laughs> Why not? Until next week when we come up with more dumb ideas for baseball. We've been talking to Todd. I don't, I don't have anything. Yeah, I was, yeah, I'm out. We've done three of these in nine days. I'm tapped out. (laughs)